Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. If you follow the news, you've probably seen that the price of gold has been setting new all-time highs recently. There are several reasons why that is happening, including the rising cost of living, our national debt passing $34 trillion and continuing to skyrocket, and the upcoming elections in November which add to the economic uncertainty. It's why so many Americans, including myself, are turning to Birch Gold Group. Text OTR to 989898 to get a free info kit on diversifying your IRA or 401k into gold. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you can count on Birch Gold. Just text OTR to 989898 to claim your free info kit now. The Jack Benny Program, presented by America's largest selling cigarette, Lucky Strike. Lucky Strike, first again with tobacco men. First again with the men who really know tobacco. The independent auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen. And more of these independent tobacco experts smoke Lucky Strike regularly than the next two leading brands combined. Remember, these are the men who can see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. And for their own personal smoking enjoyment, these tobacco experts choose Lucky Strike. To you as a smoker, that fact is extremely important because you and the experts look to a cigarette for the very same reason, enjoyment. Real deep down smoking enjoyment. So let this personal smoking preference of the experts lead you to Lucky Strike. Light up a Lucky and puff by puff, you'll see. L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco, and this fine Lucky Strike tobacco means a world of smoking enjoyment for you. Yes, you'll like Lucky Strike. Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, the sportsman, and yours truly, Don Wilson. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as most of you know, Jack Benny spent his summer making personal appearances in Europe. On July 19th, he opened at the Palladium Theater in London. So now we take you back to Jack's opening night. He's just finished his first London stage appearance and the audience is leaving the theater. I say, Penelope, what did you think of this Benny chap? Droll, eh, what? Rather. And did you notice, Derek, he performs with such great abandon, such complete lack of inhibition. Such verve, such enthusiasm, such guts. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, indeed. And how did you like his orchestra conductor, that, um, that Phil Harris fellow? Oh, he's a jolly one. What stage presence. Don't you think he carries himself well? I wouldn't know. Every time I've seen him, someone else was carrying him. <laughs> oh, look, look, there's Cyril. I, I say, Cyril. What do you think of Jack Benny? If this is land lease, let's pay them off. <laughs> oh, 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 I say, oh, that was good. After finishing his engagement at the Palladium in London, Jack Benny and his troupe left England and went to France, where they appeared at the Olympia Theatre in Paris. Allons, tell me, Pierre, what do you think of Monsieur Benny? I could tell you in one word, but I would rather use more. <laughs> 
perhaps I am prejudiced. You see, for the past nine years, I have been Monsieur Benny's violin teacher in America. Then what are you doing here in France? I have come home to die. <laughs> Vive la France! Vive la forest lawn! <laughs> After a successful series of engagements in Europe, Jack and his gang sailed for home. So let's pick them up now aboard the Queen Mary. It's their last day out. Let's walk around the deck again, dear. Such a beautiful day. Very well, darling. Oh, the water's so calm and the air so... Uh-oh, here he comes again. Let's get down to our stateroom. <laughs> sailing, sailing, a-diddly-dum-da-dum, da-diddly... Hmm, I can't understand it. Such a big ship and nobody's ever on deck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Gosh... Gosh, what a day. What a trip. What a boat. Sailing, sailing over the bounding main. 300 bucks to make this trip. I'll never go again. Holy smoke. We're not supposed to get into tomorrow. And there's the Statue of Liberty. Jack, put on your glasses. It's me. I'm waving at you. Oh, hello, Mary. Mary, I haven't seen you all day. Where have you been, with Phil? No, I haven't seen Phil since lunch. I've been just walking around the deck. And, Jack, you'll never guess who I ran into. Who? Edgar Bergen. Oh. He's on his way back from Sweden. Gee, I didn't know Bergen was on this boat. How is Edgar? He's fine, but Charlie was leaning over the rail. <laughs> Gee, that Bergen is a clever ventriloquist. <laughs> Mary... Mary, here are a couple of deck chairs. Let's unfold them and sit down. Okay. Thanks, Mary. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Jack, I hope you won't mind, but I can't have dinner with you. You see, it's the last night out, and I've been asked to sit at the captain's table again. Gee, that's funny. I can't understand why he didn't ask me. Well, I don't blame him after what you did last night. Huh? Imagine washing your teeth in the finger bowl. <laughs> that was my elk's tooth. I dropped some gravy on it. Anyway, I'm sure glad we docked tomorrow. Oh, I'm kind of anxious, too. Gee, I can hardly wait to see my sister, Babe. Oh, is Babe coming up from Plainfield to meet the boat? She has to. She's head oiler on one of the tugs. <laughs> I knew she could do it Well, Mary, we've had a wonderful trip It'll be good to get back home and see the old gang again, won't it? Yeah, and I'm kind of anxious to get back in the air Have you any idea what we'll do on the first show? No, but I imagine it'll be the usual thing You know, the whole cast will greet each other and I'll ask them what they did on their vacations And they'll have to tell me how good I look, you know what else can you do on a first show? Eh? Say, Jack, oh. I've got an idea. Why don't we do a boat scene where you and I are coming home on the Queen Mary? Mm, no, that wouldn't be good for an opening broadcast. Eh? Well, you know best. Yeah. Gee, it'll be good to hear Dennis sing again. 
By the way, Jack, I wish you'd do me a favor. What, Mary? Well, on the first show, I wish you'd have Dennis sing that new number called uh, Tree in the Meadow. Tree in the Meadow? How does it go? Well, you know, um, something like this. la da 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 la da 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 I think I heard that one. There's a tree in the meadow with a stream drifting by and carved upon that tree I see. I love you till shall always remember the love in your eyes the day you carved upon that tree I love you till I die but further on down lover's lane a I know you're kissing someone else I wish that it were me By that tree in the meadow My thoughts always lie And wherever you go You'll always know I love you till I I know you're kissing someone else I wish that it were me like that song so well, I'll ask Dennis to sing it. Well, how about taking another walk around the deck? Huh? Okay. You know, maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll run into Phil. He ought to be up by now. Hello, Mr. Benny. Oh, hello, Betty. Hey, Mary, this is the little girl I told you about yesterday. Betty, this is Miss Livingston. Hello, Miss Livingston. Hello, Betty. Well, Betty, are you glad we're getting in tomorrow? I sure am. I can hardly wait till I get home and see my grandma and my grandpa and my little dog, Topsy. Oh, I'll bet they missed you, too. Well, see you later, Betty. All right. Oh, oh, say, Betty, do you want me to play with you again this afternoon? Yeah, but no more stud poker. (laughs) 
Betty, whatever you like. <laughs> Come on, Mary. Jack, you didn't. It was all right, Mary. She gave me my money back. <laughs> Say, Mary, after you have oh, dinner... Oh, Jack, there's Phil over there in that deck chair. Oh, so he finally got out of bed. Let's go over... Oh, for heaven's sake. He's still studying that book on how to speak French since we've been to Paris. Let's sneak over and see how he's doing. Merci beaucoup, c'est très joli. Let's see. Uit, ball, ang, la, coang, posh. That means eight ball in the corner pocket. Wonder how you say kiss off the 12. Hey, here's something that'll come in handy when I get mad at Alice. Voltra mare porte guerre soulier. Your mother wears army shoes. <laughs> now let's see. How do you ask? Hello, Phil. Ah, bonsoir, ma chérie. <laughs> hmm. Phil, mon chérie means my darling. Livy, when you've been with Jackson as long as I have, you learned to love that old man. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, Livy, you want to hear something else I learned in French? <laughs> what is it, Phil? Hey, listen to this. E.C. Venir V. Bob, avec anti-etment la nouvelle, en boat relile à B.E. Boussin, sous A. Well, what does that mean? Here comes old Bob with all the news with a box back coat and a button shoe. <laughs> Phil, Phil, before you study French, you ought to learn a few more words in English. Listen, Dad. Yeah? Calm down a little bit. You're just jealous because I was such a big hit in London. You? Certainly. When we were at the Palladium, who did the audience want to hear sing? Me. Who did the audience applaud the longest? Me. Who did the crowds ask for autographs? Me. And who signed them for you? Me. <laughs> yeah. And listen, smart guy, since you brought that up, when I wasn't on the stage, who did the audience keep yelling for? Danny Kaye. Yes, and he's my friend. So there. <laughs> Oh, that's trapping him, Jack. I know what I'm doing every minute. <laughs> but you know, I have to go along with Phil. You were jealous because he was a big hit in England. I was not. Then why'd you go around telling everybody he was a Russian spy? <laughs> oh, I just did that for a joke. Well, I gotta leave you, kids. I'm going in to have six o'clock tea. Phil, that's four. That's four o'clock tea. I know, but it takes me two hours to gag that stuff down. <laughs> that I can understand. Oh, Mary, I wish Phil wouldn't keep talking about what a hit he was at the Palladium in London. Why can't he be modest about it like me? You? Modest? Yes, me. I've got ten answers to that one, any one of which will send me back to the May Company. <laughs> you miss a few more lines and you'll go back to the May Company. <laughs> now, come on, Mary. Mary, let's take one more... Let's take one more walk around the deck, will you? Well, I'm kind of tired, Jack. I think I'll go down to my stateroom and take a little nap before dinner. Okay, Mary. 
I'm going to sit out here for about an hour. I'll see you later. Yeah, da da bum beetle Gee, it'll, we'll be in New York tomorrow. And I think of all the places I've been the last three months. England, France, Scotland, Holland, Germany. Germany. Oh, boy, when we did our show for the G.I.s, they sure went for Mary and Alice Faye and Marilyn Maxwell. I wonder why they liked them better than me and Phil. <laughs> they sure did, though. Then from Germany, we went to Switzerland. Ah, Switzerland. What a beautiful country. San Moritz, Lucerne, Zurich, Interlaken, Lake Geneva. What scenery, I'll never forget it. And those wonderful snow-covered Alps. I can still hear those Swiss mountain climbers singing their native song as the sun came to rest behind the lofty peaks. Product is essential to continuing success. <laughs> Quality of product is essential to continuing success. Quality of product is essential to continuing success. <laughs> pleasant five days on the Queen Mary, they arrived in New York, where they immediately boarded the Super Chief for Los Angeles and home. Los Angeles Union Station. Los Angeles. Watch your step as you leave the train. Well, come on, Jack. Here we are. Train arriving on track five from Anaheim, Azusa, and Cucamonga. Mary, we'll get a cab, and I'll drop you off hey, first, Jack, and then... Jack. Oh, Jack! Jack, it's Don Wilson! Well, well hiya, Don! Hello, Don! Hello, Mary! Hiya, Jack! Gee, it's sure good to see you again. Well, it's nice to see you, too. Say, Don, you've lost a little weight, haven't you? Yes, I have, Jack, but I didn't think you'd notice it. Well, how much did you lose, Don? Eighty pounds. Eighty <laughs> pounds? Don, how, 
How, how'd you manage to lose that much? Willpower, Jack. I cut out breakfast. When? This morning. <laughs> well, that'll do it. Oh, uh, by the way, where's Phil? Oh, he bought a car in England, and he's driving it back from New York. Yeah. Attention, please, attention. Due to the changes in time throughout the country, trains scheduled to leave Los Angeles at 4 will depart at 5. Trains scheduled to arrive from the east at 5 will arrive at 4. Trains from the south, which should have been here at 6, will get here at 3. However, trains coming from the north due at 7 will be in at 9. Trains scheduled to arrive at 3, uh, no, I mean 4, will arrive at 5. Uh, or is it 6? I knew that would happen. And I warned them, too. Or was it four? Don, Don, Mary wants to get home, so I'll drop her off and see you later. Well, now, wait a minute, Jack. You haven't told me anything about your trip. Now, I know you were in England and France and Germany, but uh, where else did you go? Well, I went to Holland and Switzerland, and, oh, Don, I've got to tell you about Switzerland. Those mountain climbers and those lofty alpine peaks where they used attention, to Attention, please, them. Attention. The chief now leaving on track three for Kansas City and Chicago. Kansas City and Chicago. <laughs> Mary, Mary, did you hear that? Yes, there's a train leaving for the east. I don't mean that. I thought I heard an echo that... Oh, never mind. Don, I'll tell you about Switzerland later. Come on, Mary. Okay, Jack, so long. So long, Don. Attention, please. Don Wilson now leaving on track five for Glendale's Burbank and the Brown Derby. <laughs> Come on, Mary, we'll get a taxi and I'll drop you off. Huh? Jack, you sure they'll deliver my luggage to the house? Don't worry about it. I told you I checked it through. Now, hey, Mary, look, there's Dennis. I knew he'd come down and meet us. I bet he really missed me. Dennis! Dennis! Oh, hello, Mr. Benny. Hello, Mary. Hello, hello Dennis. Dennis. Gosh, it's nice to see you, kid, but you didn't have to come all the way down to the station. Yes, I did. I had to see my mother off. <laughs> oh. Who are you seeing off, Mr. Benny? <laughs> I'm not seeing anybody off. I just came in on the super chief. Gee, a lot of important people have come to Los Angeles lately. First President Truman, then Governor Dewey, and now you. Yeah. I wouldn't vote for you for a million dollars. Dennis, don't be silly. Yes, Dennis, we haven't seen you for three months. Now come on over here and let me give you a great big kiss. You better not, I've got to drive home. <laughs> Oh, for heaven. Attention, please. All passengers leaving for San Francisco, please have your ticket validated. Ticket validated. Mary. Mary, there it goes again. That echo. What echo? I didn't hear anything. What's the matter with you? There was an echo. Listen, I'll prove it to you. Hello. Didn't you hear it? Oh, Jack, stop shaking me. I didn't hear anything. I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with me. This keeps up. I'll go to the nut house. You better have your ticket validated. <laughs> oh, 
be quiet. Come on, Mary, let's get out of here. So long, Dennis. I'll wait till Mr. Benny gets out of the station. Then I'll see for myself. Hello? Hello? My mother's right. He's nuts. <laughs> Well, well, home at last. Gosh, this whole street looks good. It really does. Boss! 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 Hello, Rochester! Rochester! Welcome home, Mr. Benny! Welcome home! Rochester, put me down. You don't have to carry me over the threshold. <laughs> I can walk in. Boss, it's sure good to have you home. And I'm mighty proud of you, too. Yeah? Yes, sir. I read about what a big sensation you were at the Palladium Theater in London, how they laughed and applauded and wouldn't let you off the stage, and when you played your violin, how they begged for encore after encore. You read that, Rochester? Where? In that letter you sent me. <laughs> Rochester. Rochester, I wrote that in the letter? In the letter, on the letter, under the stamp, on the flap, and there were two I guess I got a little over-enthusiastic. By the way, Rochester, I wrote and told all my friends that I was coming home. Have there been any calls? Well, there was only one phone call from Miss Barbara Stanley. Barbara Stanley, huh? What'd she say? Sorry, wrong number. <laughs> well, it's gonna happen, Annie. Gosh, Rochester, I've been away from home so long, I don't even know what's going on. Listen, run down to the corner and get me a newspaper, will you? Oh, that'll spoil everything, boss. I was planning on giving you one for Christmas. <laughs> What? There's seven cents now. <laughs> oh, well, I wish you wouldn't, Rochester. Then I'll have to give you something, you know? Anyway, I do want to hear some news. Turn on the radio, will you? Okay. And that's the latest reports from overseas. Now, here's good tidings for the housewife. The Department of Agriculture announced today there'll be a two-cent drop in the wholesale price of oleomargarine. Oleomargarine. <laughs> Here it is again. I heard it. Rochester, did you hear that? Yeah, there'll be a two-cent drop in the price of margarine. No, no, I didn't mean that, Rochester. I thought I heard an echo that... Oh, never mind, it must be me. Well, just a long... I'm, I'm going upstairs and lie down for a little while. Huh? Okay. Oh, Rochester. Yes, sir? Rochester, if five or six trucks pull up to the house in the next few days, tell them to unload the crates on the lawn. I want to set it up in front of the door. A bunch of crates? What is it, boss? Well, when I was in Paris, I took a sip of champagne and somebody sold me the Arc de Triomphe. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a sort of a souvenir, you know? <laughs> okay, boss. I'll put it right alongside the Taj Mahal. <laughs> good, good. I'll see you later, Rochester. <laughs> Friends, every worthwhile undertaking usually has a slogan, sort of an in, uh, identifying phrase to express its purpose. The community chest has one, a fine one, which says, everybody benefits, everybody gives. It's sort of like the golden rule, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. 
That's really the purpose of the community chest anyway, so let's all help make the slogan of the community chest a practical aid to the health and welfare of millions of Americans. Everybody benefits, everybody gives. Thank you. Jack, we'll be back in just a moment, but first... An impartial survey covering all the southern tobacco markets shows that more independent tobacco experts smoke Lucky Strike regularly than the next two leading brands combined. Yes, Lucky Strike. First again with Tobacco Man. Excuse me, but who are these tobacco experts? Why, they're the independent auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen. Men with years of experience in buying, selling, and handling tobacco. So it's important for you to know that more of these experts smoke Lucky Strike regularly than the next two leading brands combined. You've heard the survey results. Now here's what Mr. John L. Penix, veteran tobacco warehouseman who sold some 80 million pounds of tobacco recently said. At all the auctions I've attended, I've seen the makers of Lucky Strike buy tobacco that makes a mild, mellow smoke. Tobacco that just can't be beat when it comes to smoking enjoyment. I've smoked Lucky's 28 years. A Lucky Strike smoker for 28 years. And remember, Mr. Penix, like you, looks to a cigarette for enjoyment. Real, deep-down smoking enjoyment. So follow the lead of the experts and light up a Lucky yourself. Puff by puff, you'll see. L-S-M-F-T. L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And it's this fine tobacco that gives you the utmost in smoking enjoyment from every Lucky you light. Yes, you'll like Lucky Strike. Ladies and gentlemen, we're all really very happy to be back on the air again. A hearty welcome to Ozzy and Harriet. Stay tuned in and hear Phil Harris, the Alice, Phil Harris, Alice Faye show, then Edgar Bergen, and then you should excuse the expression, Fred Allen. And be sure to listen to A Day in the Life of Dennis Day on Saturday night. Next week, our guests will be Mr. and Mrs. Ronald Coleman. Good night, everybody. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.